0: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on cranberry.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Local.
1: Ah, How's your week, nice. my friend? It's been crazy, but that's 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 par for the course these days. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, after the uh, Republican convention here in Cleveland, I like stayed away from downtown and now I'm coming back into the office and I'm like swamped. So
0: <laughs>
1: oh, no. you don't have a virtual
0: that. desktop at home that makes it look like you're in the I mean,
1: office. Well I was working I was working from home, but it's there's a lot of things you just need to be in the office to do. So I and I could not I could not bring myself to come into downtown with, with that crowd. Oh god, no. just not necessarily because of who, not because of their their politics, but because they're their, their freaking crowd that just destroyed any kind of transportation. To, took hours to get into downtown and out of downtown, so I just stayed away.
0: Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I w- I, I was actually worried for him, like, oh, I hope he's not going anywhere near there. So I'm glad <laughs> it didn't turn out. Nothing bad bad happened, other than
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was really impressed with the way the city handled everything. So they did a great job. Yeah, it's good.
0: Okay, so start with what uh, we had this week, and that's the Verizon buying Yahoo. So, what does this
1: mean for everyone? Um, um, it, I, go ahead. I have to go tell on. you, I, I read the funniest thing that, that they're going to now change Yahoo's slogan is, Can you find me now? I thought that was brilliant. Whoever <laughs> said that, I can't remember who said it, but that's the perfect solution.
0: It, it is. It is. That's perfect. <laughs> I'd love to see the ads. Yeah. So, what is it? I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm just trying to scan it, which isn't helping. But what aspects of Yahoo are part of the deal? I've forgotten now. It's 4.83 billion.
1: Yeah, and it's not and all, it's all of Yahoo, is it? It's the core. It's their core business. I don't know what the difference between core bu- What's not included in the core business? Right. Is it including Flickr? I my understanding, Tumblr was part of the deal, so I would imagine that Flickr would be too, but I don't know for sure. I love Flickr. Uh, <laughs> it's them. interesting though that Mar- Marissa Myers was offered fifty million dollars as a golden parachute. She turned it down. She's staying, going to be in charge. She now is getting. She's going to have a boss. And, and has been saying is, uh, I didn't know this phrase existed until this week. Falling off the glass cliff
0: yeah. is what they called it. Yeah,
1: I find uh, that really not, interesting too. Yeah, well,
0: and I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure why she made
1: what, Why Strike? do you think she made that decision? Why do you think she made that decision?
0: Man, why, why is she sticking she, up? She's smoking something. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, fifth million. Uh, she obviously doesn't need money. That's all I that can
1: matter. That's all I that can say. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I doubt she does. I mean, she's <laughs> one of the original Google people. Her Google stock's probably worth a lot more than that golden parachute, right? But uh, still.
0: It must be for reputation. But you'd think that's, I don't know. Uh, she's got thick skin, that woman. I mean, I can't imagine staying and then losing your your top position and being overruled by someone else. And they're bringing
1: to, to talk about who's going to take over. they to talk about who's going to take over. Who's she going to report to?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, he it says. she's quote unquote. This is Marissa. Yahoo is a company that changed the world. Now we will continue to with even greater scale in combination with Verizon and AOL. So she's all so bullish about it. I uh, don't really understand it. For me personally, I'm planning to stay. I love Yahoo, and I believe in all of you. It's important to me to see Yahoo into the next chapter. Well, see, and
1: I can t- I can tell you, me personally you know i'm looking at things and how we do things and yahoo is now a big question mark when i'm when i'm looking at product development or seo in general i'm like how much do i even figure yahoo into strategies and plans these days cuz who knows what's going to happen to them in the next 6 months right so yahoo will be integrated with aol oh, oh god uh, <laughs> we're going to get yahoo disks in the mail <laughs> <laughs> Three three hundred free hours of Yahoo access. <laughs> It'll be hilarious if they actually said it. <laughs> just, uh, just that'd be a great little
0: PR thing. Actually, uh, not exactly a good taste in everyone's mouth. But anyway, um, yeah. it's going to be integrated with AOL under Marnie Walden, EVP and President of Product Innovation and New Businesses Organization at Verizon. Wow, okay. what a just a fundamental minute. shift, huh? Like that's that's goodbye
1: Yahoo, really. Yeah, just kind of like it was goodbye AOL back in the day. I mean, do you know anybody who uses anything tied to AOL anymore? There's probably some people still on the email because they just can't give yes. it up. But other than that, no email for
0: sure though. And it gives me the shivers each time I see it. I still see a lot of Hotmails too, and and I, I to uh, to a lesser I shouldn't give me a shivers, but it still does. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, uh, uh it's it, it, I'm speechless. The whole. And I'm really going to be cheesed off with Flickr because I really enjoy Flickr. I use it for a lot of my, my photo backup, one of my photos. I've got like three of them.
1: I'm so paranoid. I, I, but, I did hear a rumor, though. I don't wow. know how true it is, but I heard a rumor that one of the first things they're going to do is you're going to build this directory that you can buy listings in for like $300 a year. Wow. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> They have those little cool glasses that you can put on there. Trump's wife must have been involved. That's brilliant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brand new idea. Oh dear. Okay. Well, that we've shot that down to death. It's uh, a sad day. But uh, the Marissa Meyer falling off the glass cliff, though, was interesting because, and I posted on Facebook, interesting write-up on it. It's really not true, and it's and it's typical that. And I hadn't looked at it this way because you know I don't follow women's lib that intensely, but this person was discussing that, and he's saying really that. Or actually, it was a woman who was writing it, that women are often brought in at the end and are kind of the sacrificial lambs. They really don't have much of a shot because the, the businesses are already beaten
1: down. And they're given an impossible task, nearly impossible. You know? Well, Marissa Meyer knew that when she was stepped in. There's no way she didn't. Well, she got a good killing, for her, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but well I guess we can't we can't talk about this and this glass cliff without talking about the glass ceiling that was just broken with with Hillary Clinton actually being nominated for first major party nomination for president. So if we're talking about, you know, women and equality and rights, this Marissa Meyer thing is is not really that favorable, but the Hillary Clinton thing is, is a milestone. Absolutely. No, that's great. Whether you're for her or against her, for Trump, against Trump doesn't matter. It's still <laughs> a milestone in history that, that just a woman is nominated by a major party. Yeah,
0: very cool. I, I noticed all the things published everywhere. I was like, oh, I bet you already was. <laughs> so, little shows up. <laughs> anyway, um, just a more official statement now. So that's good. Yes, exactly. All right. So. Yandex, for all those out there who don't know what Yandex is, it, no, it's not a stock market, uh, although it should be, the name like that. But it's actually... It like
1: a stock market, doesn't it? Totally does.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the Google of Russia. And I think it's just mainly Russia, right? I mean, I don't... It, it's obviously
1: across Europe, yeah, but Russia it, is its, its, its focus. It's primarily Russia. It's the number one search engine in Russia and some of the bordering countries.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, there's a, a really good article. I, I enjoyed reading it called Yandex versus Google SEO. And it really discusses the differences in how Yandex ranks pages versus Google. And some of the the, the top speaking points was that uh, optimizing for Yandex takes more time. Apparently, it you know I, obviously very few companies can can. Index the net as fast as Google. No, no one can. So, I mean, right. Yandex. I mean, how could they even possibly catch up with that? I mean, they'd have, they're not that big.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Uh, I found it really interesting that user behavior is every, is is one of the main things for them. You know, with Google. We're always talking about how there's there's definitely some kind of connection between you know if you go to a page and you spend more time on it uh, versus coming right back from a search. Uh, that, that's going to be a little more favorable than coming right back, right? It's going to show that there's some value there. Where and apparently with the uh, index, that's a major component of their algorithm. If, if the longer you stay, proportionally, there's there's a, a, a impact on how well you
1: rank. Yeah, the one that got me that was really interesting is their focus on regionality, right? So mm. for every every search that's done on the index is divided into one of two categories. It's either geo dependent or geo independent. If it's a geo-dependent type of search, if there's any kind of geo factor in it at all, they go as far as um, only listing websites in the results that are in that geo area, right? Mm-hmm. They also go as far as if there are backlinks, the, the ones that are from that geo area count for way more than ones that are not from that geo area, so they they have a much tighter and, and dedicated focus to regional regionality in their search results than Google ever has.
0: Yeah. Well, and I don't know the, the whole idea of, of providing mostly local for a local makes a lot of sense. The, the, the thing is, of course, the, the fact that you don't have the visibility of national brands that may also have some physical presence, but they still don't show up.
1: Apparently. Yeah. I guess I guess that's that's what the 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 Russian SEOs need to help those national brands with that, that you know you're not going to show up unless you have a physical location in that area. if you're a national brand that doesn't have a physical location in that area you're 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 in trouble, right
0: yeah. I, I find that refreshing,
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of do too actually. The yeah. other one that really interests me tied to this was how the backlink profiles work compared to Google so um, they really apparently they really look and I'm not sure how they do this. This would be a question for someone who's much more in tune with this than I am, but they, they really emphasize backlinks that actually drive traffic over any other kind of backlink to a site. So if you can get backlinks that drive traffic to a site that counts for a lot more than just an, just a standard old backlink, which, and I'm not sure how they determine that a backlink to drives traffic or not, Unless they have some kind of access to analytics of these sites, I'm not real sure. But it's it's interesting concept that traffic really has a major impact on your offsite authority.
0: Hmm. And, and it all sprouted from a, a, a statement in 2013 from the head of web search at Yandex that links would no longer be a ranking factor for commercial queries. Whoa, that must have shocked
1: a few yeah. people. Uh, that literally blew some minds. <laughs> Can you imagine Google saying that today? Woo!
0: Uh, yeah so anyway again sort of refreshing in a way but that's uh that would be a big flip absolutely so it was mostly being focused on behavior Mm -hmm. in any case another one was domain age domain age there is massive so if you're at a new site it's a lot harder to get out there you know i don't i've always shuff sort of shifted back and forth on this with google it seems to me that it would be better if Domain had a little more oomph than it does. But then again, I also, favor, you know, there's certain sites that are really good that deserve,
1: I don't know. I, yeah. I'll leave it to I them. Mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there are certain times when something new happened. It never existed before, and then if there's, an, there's a website for it, it's going to be a new site. So it shouldn't be penalized because it's the first time this has ever happened and it has a website, right? Right, of course, yeah. of course. There has so, to be some... Yeah. Some buffers. <laughs>
0: yeah. Some rules, I should say.
1: Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was pretty interesting. So let's oh, the, uh, take it. Sorry. Well, real quick, one more. The, one more. The, the, the on page content matters a lot more in the index than it does in Google, which I found really interesting. And to, to the point where things like duplicate content and technical issues that cause crawling problems on your site have a much higher negative impact in the index than they do in Google. Google seems to handle that stuff better, or they they massage it so it's not as hurtful if, if there's problems. They assume that a lot of these things are innocent mistakes, whereas it sounds like Yandex doesn't care if it's an innocent mistake. If it's a mistake, you're going to get hit for it. So that was interesting in my mind.
0: Yes, yeah, it says, however, quote-unquote, However, be warned, the duplicate content is hit with sev- severe penalties. Even technical mistakes result in may result in bigger negative penalties on Yandex, Rankings that you might suffer for in Google rankings, yeah. So what you said, and and I think it's it's just interesting to to hear severe. Wow. Yeah. That's that must be. Oh, then again, what can you? <laughs>
1: yeah. You think we don't hey, have
0: guess- a word a word edge in Google here? Imagine in Russia. <laughs>
1: well, but, 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 but here's the interesting thing. One of the last things we can cover here is that while the index has fewer. Webmaster tools type things, apparently they have really good support. So you can get a hold of them and talk to them and ask them what's going on and figure out your problems. They have a much more responsive support system for webmasters. So that that could balance that a little bit. Very interesting. Be,
0: yeah. I, I was saying earlier, I really miss dealing with different search engines more often. I mean, Bing is becoming a little more interesting, but it's still so far, so far from Google.
1: But, but you know that Google is watching these differences, right? You know Google is looking at their focus on regionality and, and analyzing how well that works. You know, it, it's interesting for us to know that there's different ways search engines do different things. But you know they're watching each other. And if that regionality thing seems to really work well, Google's going to be looking at that. You can guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Let's take a uh, quick break. and we come back, we've got some
0: more news to share. SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
1: Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded.
0: Contact the web marketing experts at Training.com.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on cranberry.fm, hosted by John Carcut, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Local, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. 301 versus 302 redirects. Uh, apparently, they... There's no page rank lost between them now. Now, a 301 redirect is a permanent redirect, and a 302 is a temporary redirect. Typically, you'd use a 302 if, uh, let's say, um, you're making changes to a page. I'm just giving it, uh, this is not a typical example, actually, but you're making changes to a page, or maybe it's, it's offline temporarily, so you're, you're redirecting people to another page while that's being worked on, or whatever it might be. That idea, though, is it is temporary. You're ultimately going to be moving it back. The fact that PageRank isn't lost is interesting.
1: Well, I think where this really comes into play is a lot of SEOs over the years, me included, have really been preaching that you never want to do 302 redirects unless there's a very specific reason to. Because it doesn't pass equity from from the old version of the page to the new version of the page. Only 301 redirects did that. Well, that has apparently changed right? I think it's, it it used to be a big issue and a lot of SEOs would, it was a selling point that you have the wrong kind of redirect and we want to help you fix that, right? But while 301s are still the best practices and there are other reasons why you should be using 301s instead of 302s tied to indexing, but when it comes to passing this page rank, it's not as big of an issue anymore,
0: right? And it's interesting to the note, although I don't, honestly know the other ones like 303s and stuff and what they mean but it's for all three of
1: whatever redirects or three oh yeah uh code yeah, 305s are pretty common 307s and nines are also common and i couldn't tell you off the top of my head exactly when to use which one of those but they're out there yeah that's <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> my, my my
0: own little mental cache only goes so far <laughs>
1: Your mental cash and mine both go to two versions: three hundred ones and three hundred twos.
0: Yeah, there's enough stuff I gotta fit in there. Um, and uh, oh, and I get to say it's a Mueller file as well, because "quote unquote." Uh, this is from Jennifer Slag. In today's hangout, John Mueller also confirmed this has been in a place for a while, so this isn't. New per se, and does confirm what Mueller had said recently about it not mattering whether a site owner uses a 301 or 302 redirect when it comes to page rank value.
1: See, and let's let's be real clear though. And and I posted this on my Facebook and had a lot of response, a lot of conversation, and there was some made some good sense. It's that only applies to passing page rank or equity from from one page to another. If you're if you have a page that's no longer on your site and you're redirecting it to a proper one. The 302 may not, if you do a 302 redirect, that page may stay indexed depending on its backlink profile. 301 is usually going to also pull a page out of the index. So as far as which pages are indexed and which ones aren't, that's that's an issue. However, if you've got two pages that are the, you know, the same and the pa- page rank from one is getting passed to the new one, um, the odds are over time, the new one's going to be the one that's indexed and not the old one anyway. So it's one of those things where you just got to watch it mm-hmm. still use a three Oh one if you can, but it's not as huge of an issue anymore. If, if it's a three Oh two,
0: there we go. And everyone's like going, okay, enough with the three
1: <laughs> we, we, touch on them a lot, but it's important. It's a pretty big part. We should, we should do a, we should do like a, a YouTube video of, of Hawaii three O and it was da, 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 da on
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll get that, uh, get you to the soundtrack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, okay. So can SEO be automated? Interesting. I didn't see this. So
1: why don't you fill us in? Yeah, this was an interesting article in Forbes magazine by Christopher Jones. And if if you're not familiar with Christopher, uh, he's been around for quite a while. He started an SEO firm called Pepper Jam a while back, which sold to eBay. Um, he's got a new one called, I think, lseo.com. But he, he did an article based on a conversation he and Yoast from Yoast SEO plugin had about this kind of tools and automation of SEO. And, and it's a great read if you, if you do it, but it really came down to... Automation is really not possible with SEO. And we all know this, right? But there are a lot of tools that claim to automate things. And there's different pieces of the, of the pie that can be automated like rank tracking or you know, different data collection things that you need to do. Majestic SEO is a great tool for SEO, but it's not automated SEO. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection?
0: It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo
1: meal. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting conversation about tools versus automation. And and I thought it was interesting to bring up here just because I just wanted to emphasize that, you know, SEOs are really only as good as what they know and how they implement the data being collected by tools or the tools themselves. You can't just rely on those specifically or or if you're a small business and and someone says, here's a tool that will automate your SEO. You just have to install this and hit a button. Know that that's not really going to be real SEO. It's just going to be something to get your money, basically. (laughs) yeah <laughs> there you go.
0: Okay well, uh, it would be nice if such a thing could work as long as we could keep them in-house
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> would exactly want that to work otherwise. but yeah anyway uh, so SEO is as dirty as ever was a title on search engine land. of course that got my
1: attention. I have to admit yeah, there's a read. lot
0: of dirty buggers out there. Yeah, I um, didn't
1: read this one so it'd be interesting to hear.
0: Yeah well you know I'll just go through some of the the main points here. Shady SEO stuff. A lot of it's sales tactics. Uh, this is written by Patrick Stocks. I'm not sure who Patrick is, but uh, uh, I'm not exactly the authors anymore. He says, I still see companies misrep- misrepresenting more than for paid search. I've talked to many small business owners who have simply signed because the salesman made it seem like they have an inside connection to Google. I'm also disappointed by the companies that try to sell packages before they even talk to a client or try to sell a package instead of a custom plan after speaking to them about their current position and challenges. And, you know, from personally, from my perspective, I get that all the time. Many people I talk to are just like, well, can you just send me over your packages? No, we don't have packages. We have some general base starting points for price, but it has to be custom. It's, <laughs> it's marketing. You, you can't just. Make it fit everyone and every market and every vertical. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, He's seen contracts. He says uh, contracts that are just ridiculous where the SEO provider owns everything. Proprietary CMS, that's a pet peeve of mine. I know that some are good. You mean both? Yeah, I know that some are good, but just the same, I hate the fact that a person's stuck with it. And what we mean by that to anyone who's unsure is CMS stands for content management system. So if you have a website that is built on a content management system, which is great, usually you know, WordPress is a great example of one that we use all the time, that's open source. It's open. It's, it's something that you could go to another firm and still use uh, without any problem. However, if you use proprietary, you could have your entire website built on this frame framework that is 100% owned by this one vendor you try and go away, your website won't work. <laughs> is that is that simple, or you need to pay fees sometimes exorbitant because you've left them for uh, Anyway, it, it gets ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and, one uh, of my one of my pet peeves with these these CMSs is, is the ones that are that are software as a service. So basically, you go, you sign up online, and you build this website online. And the back end of the site is really hundreds of websites on this proprietary platform, right? So then you bring it to your SEO, and the SEO says, "Well, you got to change this. The te- from a technical standpoint, this is wrong. You got to change it." And you go and you talk to this platform provider and say, "Nope, we can't change that because if we change it for this one guy, we got to change it for all 100 of our clients, and we're not going to do that, right?" So that that's one of my big pet peeves.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. None
0: of them are that great when it comes to the SEO. There's a few. Don't get me wrong; I shouldn't say none, but it's 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 few and far between. Uh, we work with a couple people that have them, and and you know we, we don't rock the boat. Uh, because their sites, they listen to us. You know, they make the changes and make them system-wide. So that's good, but just the See, same, I, it's pretty
1: tough. I want to I want to charge these platforms for improving their platform. Yeah, for, I don't want to charge the client for fixing their site. I want to charge a platform for fixing all their client sites. True, it's true. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, another one is not turning over account logins. Oh dear, goodness, that is so common. Uh, people. Whenever you work with a uh, web company uh, of any kind, you know if they create a pay-per-click account for you, a web analytics account, a Google Webmaster Tools account, make sure they're doing it under your email address, an email address that you own. Oftentimes when you try and leave, I and mean, I shouldn't say often, well, lately it's been often, I've dealt with it quite a bit. These companies are putting it under their own profiles. They can't move it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're stuck. You've, you, you can go, but you're going to have to lose all that data.
1: You're going to lose it all. Yeah, the best way to do it is have the stuff set up yourself and then give them access to yours. Um, a lot of these analytics companies, and Google in particular, makes it very, very easy for you to give access to someone else to your data at different levels. You can give them admin access. You can give them read-only access where they can only see it and can't mess with anything. They make that very easy. That way you own and control your data and, but they can still use it and and, and um, leverage it to, to improve your your PPC or your, your traffic, whatever they're using it for. But you still own it. That's critical. Yeah, no doubt.
0: He says, private blog networks, which are P- considered PBNs, paid links, and spam. says, I'm amazed I still see stuff so much. People just want to take shortcuts and SEO companies still sell people on the easy and risky wins. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> He says he's heard people refer to PBNs as white hat. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So John, what's a private blog network?
1: So and this is funny. You bring this up because I've seen I've seen a couple people on my Facebook that that I respect that that I know need a little bit of education, but sharing links to these articles about 23 ways to to identify a PBN, you know, and things like that to help people hide their PBNs. So if you're if you' if you're having to hide it, it's not a good thing, <laughs> right? So basically their private blog network is you know, a company or a person or a group of people who set up a bunch of blogs that they all publish to each other's blogs. so they can publish whatever content they want. They don't not necessarily linking them together but they're all, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but they're all building links towards these. They're building basically a network of sites that they own and control Put whatever content they want on. And they use those to build backlinks to their client side. They use them to build artificially. And that's not white hat. Yeah. And it's interesting.
0: (laughs) I, a friend of mine, I can't name any names or anything, but, uh, has contacted me to review a uh, a system that another company put in place. From it's been doing it for four years, over seven hundred thousand dollars has been spent on a content plan that does this. <sighs> that and I'm just like, what? <laughs> so I'm being brought in to vet it, and I'm uh, just sitting there going, why didn't you just call me? Why am I calling to clean up? Why am I being
1: called yeah. to clean up? You know, well, th- um, well, there's there's been some very high profile cases in the past few years where it's come out, Google has shut these PBNs down and basically banned every site in it. And it, and anything that was benefiting from it just lost all that benefit immediately. I don't know how far those penalties went, if any of the sites that were being linked to from the PBNs were, were also included in those penalties. But the, the, the PBNs were just basically yanked out of the index.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, risky business. Link networks He says uh, you've seen lots of pages where clients of or where clients of an SEO company link to all other clients, and you see this all the time with design companies too. a design buy, and it's okay. I you know I don't mind that. You know, no follow it if you want. You know, put it yeah, on. Yeah, no there. follow. Yeah,
1: and um, that's that's not as common as it used to be though. I mean, they no, still do it, but but yeah. a lot of them are learning.
0: Oh, hey, I in the day we did it. Uh, we had SEO buy. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Clients didn't care. At the time, it was, I mean, this is 20 years I've been doing this. There's times where it didn't really matter. But uh, that's true. It, yeah, good. So, removing links and traffic dropped when the first couple, when he looked into it, he discovered that this previous SEO company had actually put in the effort to remove all the links that they just built in the past year.
1: You yeah. know what that means, don't you? That means probably they controlled all the sites that they built links on. So, it was probably a PBN that they owned and controlled.
0: Yep, probably. Yeah. There's a lot of link removal businesses out there that are making a killing, and they were probably the ones that originally built the links.
1: It's just, uh,
0: uh, okay, wow, this is a long list. <laughs> Let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll continue it on here. Plus, plus, we have
1: the million-dollar question coming up. Yes.
0: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
1: Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. e brands Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. EBrands. Twitter Management App, Analytics, and Mobile Site Generators. E-Brands. Let e-Brands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1 866 625 5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on cranberry.fm hosted by John Carcut the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Local and myself Ross Dunn CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. Okay so what's next on this list? That's fun list actually this is uh, I used to love writing these articles it's been so long I I should do one again uh, just rant and rave a bit it's just a good time
1: anyway <laughs> <laughs> It's um, better with it's better with rum I'm just telling you
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, somehow the slurring actually comes across in the writing so now. <laughs> um, canonical tags. He says he's seen so many shitty things with canonical, canonical tags that it's scary. Websites are copied from another site a canonical, or I've seen a canonical set as the web design company. Whoa. Ugh, that's creepy.
1: Ooh, that I've never creepy. seen that. I haven't either.
0: We're using, he says he sees this with many niche SEO providers. I can speak from experience being in the dental web marketing realm that Mm -hmm. uh, i see a lot of regularly used content it's bad news
1: (laughs) i I saw one recently probably a few months ago that was a content provider that provided content specifically for lawyers right and so all these lawyers would publish this content on their website with a big copyright signal symbol at the bottom saying it's copyright whatever that lawyer there's like 50 lawyers with the same content who have all, c- have the copyright symbol. I'm like, that's just a freak. That's, I can't wait. I'm gonna get some popcorn. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna sit back and watch that one burn.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. I, I, I can't count. I, I It's actually, it's been so long. I've seen so many of these different things that I've been called in to fix up or, you know, new clients that uh, it's just a mess. Uh reviews. He's abused logins account logins, given in good faith to leave themselves a review for a client from a client's Gmail. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh
1: for God. Nice. That's
0: that's classy. Ah well I have not seen that. Thank goodness. You've seen rollbacks of websites that, where there was a glitch that they didn't have a recent backup, so they backed up one from a year ago. They reloaded from one from a year ago. Wow, that's classy too. Threatening lawsuits hill here. This is some nasty stuff. What's um, interesting was where a company set up a company of one of the more popular search terms. This company actually sent out letters to top-ranking websites threatening lawsuits if these other companies targeted their brand. It was sad to see, but many of these companies actually asked their people to remove mentions of that phrase. Do
1: you, remember, do you remember when somebody tried to copyright the term SEO? I think it was Rhea, Rhea Drysdale fought that one hard. and thinks she
0: she did. Cost her a lot of money yeah. and I'm glad that he yeah. kicked in to help her out. Uh, yeah. It's
1: ridiculous.
0: Uh, and, and, you know, just the legal system doesn't probably even understand. Didn't, he didn't even understand what SEO was and probably would have let it go.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's
0: the scary thing about our marketplace is so it's it's Greek to many people.
1: Yeah. Kudos to her way after the fact again.
0: Yeah, definitely. Not setting up conversion tracking. Well this could go down as a mistake, he says. It's done for several businesses and reports are shown that make that that it makes a campaign always look good or vague enough to not tell. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, tracking to make it look like everything and you could set it up not at all. And people are gonna know that you're doing a good job
1: when they could know. Well me that I've seen specific industries and very large firms that deal with that very specific industry and have millions of dollars building out these SEO platforms for reporting. They will find ways to make it seem like they're doing much, much better than they have. Let's say there's a client that has, um, you know, 15 keywords, none of which drive any volume of traffic. They're all super long tail or branded keywords, right? They dwell on those. But the trick is they will say, OK, MSN. Um, or Bing in, they, they listed all these these engines that they rank for and then at the big t- bold letters at the very top of these 10 keywords you have 56 number one listings <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and it's like come on guys uh, and, oh by the way none of them drive any freaking traffic at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's actually people, quite revealing but, when you this, use something like hmm, sorry they're so happy they've got 56 number one listings that they keep paying these guys even though they're doing absolutely nothing to drive value to their business drives me crazy
0: uh all right well we better get to the million dollar question how do you want to tackle this
1: you're gonna skip the penguin update on. okay all right right. yes
0: (laughs) yes fine this is the big news right (laughs) (laughs) se roundtable says google will be rolling out the penguin update but we
1: don't know when they still won't tell us man. Same, same so it's crap, sort of is. <laughs> crap. Different. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So Giovanni, we still haven't got you our wire transfer details. We'll have to do that after this. But uh, you've got a big question inside things, and side of thing. And
1: I do want to preface it: say Giovanni claimed this was the million-dollar question. Ross and I are going with it. Because it seems like it could drive a lot of business, but that's his term for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right.
0: We're we're not not. exactly giving away secrets here. It's pretty straightforward, uh, I think, our advice here. But anyways, this is uh, a companies I consult for Is a big player, the biggest, in affiliate marketing within the gambling industry. Right now, I'm heading a casino project, and I'm stuck on something I'm trying to figure out, how to get English traffic from locations other than the U.S., where online gambling is not authorized and where we don't. Let's say you had to put up pages to target from google.co.uk.com.au .com.au, or .ca, not being a local business. I don't want to cheat by placing any code to show up on searches where I don't belong, but is there a way for me to optimize my site so that it ranks better for users in the UK, Canada, Australia, and not for people in the United States? Are there facts uh, <clears throat> signals he <laughs> says here I could send to our beloved Google to tell them hey i deserve to be seen in us new very good rankings for Google.com but fairly miserable ones on the other versions the
1: irony the competition is at alert- first of least was because he was listening to our argument a couple of shows ago or our discussion about signals versus <laughs> uh, <laughs> with one of those other things we're not using anymore america mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so uh,
0: what we came up with well this is the kind of question that I could spend hours on doing a consult consult with I mean and so give me a call if you yeah. need to but <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, a, there's a lot of information missing a lot of things that would help get this data wise you know questions that, that I, we would sit like Ross said, sit down for an hour just asking you questions about this situation so this is Never a mind very coming
0: to a conclusion
1: so yeah exactly
0: uh what we came up with essentially I mean there's a the one that seems the most obvious to us, although I know you may have problems if you don't have a physical location or some kind sort of location there, but I imagine there's ways to get around it, is to actually create a, a site for each of those top-level regional domains, so dot .com.au, and .ca. Make it clear that the content is for those areas, and add regionally specific information in them as well to, to make it extremely clear to Google that that's where you're targeting.
1: Uh, and, I, and, I th- and I think tied to that is that we understand that your gambling platform is on your main site, and we're not talking about duplicating your gambling platform in each of those locations. We're talking about building a site basically going to draw in traffic from those localized search engines because you're going to put content on there to your gaming um, specific to that region that's one methodology because you're gonna you're gonna leverage not only the, the localized domain but you're going to go into webmaster tools and set the specific country um, tied to that domain so that, so that mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna have better better chance of getting that traffic from that country that kind of thing plus you're gonna you have to build unique content on each of these domains most likely
0: yeah and just, build them since out.
1: all since they're all English yeah they have to be real sites they can't just be like you know a blog with a post every other week Mm-hmm. And never mind
0: the uh, additional signals (laughs) you have to build to the site. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no doubt. And that's a lot of work right there. But hey, budgets aren't a problem in the gambling industry.
1: Yeah, but now the other option, very similar to that one, that may, you give up the unique domain piece of it, um, but you could do the same thing on your primary site build out sections of that site that are focused on those countries, content specific to those countries tied to the gaming. And then you can actually claim the subject. say you have a subdirectory for Australian-based content. You can actually claim that subdirectory separately in Webmaster Tools and then target that subdirectory to the Australian um, engines, right? So you can set that up in Webmaster Tools. So you could do that, but you give up the the advantage of having a country-level domain. Right. And there's probably a
0: lot of content out there that discusses which one's working better at this point in time.
1: Because frankly, that stuff changes. Yeah, and what you have to to weigh is how valuable the the country-specific domain is against all of the authority that your primary site already has that it will transfer into those internal pages, right? So if you have a huge amount of authority on your site already that you can transfer into those internal pages, um, that might completely outweigh having that than a country specific domain
0: great there you go Giovanni I don't know whether we told you anything you didn't already know but maybe we helped you confirm or something oh, who knows right um, And we, we appreciate the questions first time we've ever answered anything in that marketplace but uh, ah, it, was, it was challenging so it was interesting to, to dig into well on behalf of myself Ross Dunn CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and John Carcutt the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Local thank you for joining us today If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google. Have a great week, and remember to tune to the future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday on cranberry.fm.
1: Thanks for listening, everybody.